Welcome to Fandoms, a show from every fan's point of view. And that's right. It is Friday night. It is Fandoms. We're going to be talking about stuff that's happened either through this week or that things we can look forward to to come. But before we do that, let's go ahead and um, have Pooja's picks. So Pooja, take it away. Everyone and welcome back to Pooja's Picks. My name is Pooja and I'm here to bring you the latest in movie news. Let's take a look at what's now playing and what's coming soon. Argyle has been causing a ton of buzz lately and for reasons you might not expect. The film, directed by Matthew Vaughn, follows celebrated author Ellie Conway, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, who writes action espionage novels for a living and is specifically known for her series Argyle. However, this only gets her caught up in a whirlwind of adventures when she realizes her main character is an actual spy and uncovers a whole new world of espionage. What's crazy about this whole situation though that's got people up in arms? Well, it might be that early last month an actual book titled Argyle by author Ellie Conway was released. So not only are we on a mission to discover who the real Agent Argyle is, we're also trying to figure out who the real life Ellie Conway is. Be sure to check this movie out in theaters this weekend. If you're looking to travel back in time and revisit some classic cinema, you're in luck. The 60th anniversary of the critically acclaimed film My Fair Lady is making it back to theaters for two days only. The story of My Fair Lady goes way back as it follows a young and poor cockney girl who makes a living selling flowers, only to have a wealthy and arrogant professor make a bet that he can teach her proper English and turn her into a woman suitable for high society. This musical comedy drama film was directed by George Cukor and stars Audrey Hepburn and Rex Harrison in the lead roles. Whether you've seen this film a million times like I have, or you're looking to watch something you've never seen before, I can definitely recommend giving this one a watch. Are you as big a fan of Pixar's Turning Red as I am? Well then get ready because this movie is finally making it to the big screen on February 9th. For those who are unaware and have no idea what this movie is about, the film centers around a 13-year-old Chinese-Canadian girl, Maylin Lee, who is suddenly having to go through a major unexpected change just being able to turn into a gigantic, adorable, fluffy red panda. With the help of her friends and her family, May must navigate through generational traumas and figure out who she wants to be as opposed to who others want her to be. After having its release moved strictly to streaming on Disney Plus two years ago, we can now watch this movie in theaters and experience the essence of super kawaii aesthetics, boy band obsessions, and totally 90s and 2000s vibes. Be sure to grab your tickets ASAP and don't forget to show off your poor tiny pride. And that's all that I have for this week. Be sure to tune into the next Phantoms episode for more of Pooja's picks. I am going to have to go look into seeing if there's a four town reunion. So until then, back to Tony. And thank you for that, Pooja. I will say this. Um, I really liked Turning Red and uh, I have to pull out my, my four town shirt because that would probably be something that I would uh, like to wear during that movie. Um, I've heard a lot of mixed things about Agent Argyle, Argyle or Agent Argyle. Just Argyle. Um, just Argyle. Just Argyle. Hi, everybody, um, by the way. Yeah, Will, hi, Will. Welcome. Welcome. Here with Tony that Pooja threw to. Yeah, It's an industry yeah. term, throwing. So she threw it back to you, you know? 
Yeah, she did. And I I caught it real quick. And then, you know, you tried to knock me over there real quick. Um, I wasn't trying to knock anyone over. I know. know, know, I'm I'm a part of this too, man. Especially if you're going to have me on camera. It's just awkward. I don't say something. I'm having a hard time with you not wearing glasses, though. It doesn't look normal. Um, that's because you, you I normal. take my glasses off and you instead expect to see a, a black shirt, white vest, and a white coat, and you expect me to say something like, you know, Maya, we're f- family. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which, by okay. the way, you as can, soon you as can, I have now the funds, I want you to pull off a kingpin costume. As soon as I have the funds, I'm getting the suit, and no matter where I go, no matter what weight I am. That's just going to be my go-to cosplay. Because need, all I need are contact. You need to 3D resin print that 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 thing on the top, the um, the diamond part of the the uh, the cane. Cane. Oh, well, I have a Willy Wonka cane too. So if it's if it's something that I make threaded, then I can swap them out. By the way, hello, samosas and popcorn in there. She's talking to Will, but I know. Bonjour. Um, th- there you go. Well, um, th- you know, I'm so I, I've never been more thankful to be guesting on something because I had no idea turning red was coming to theaters and given how much my daughter originally liked it and how much I even enjoyed it as a 50 something year old white guy, I, I am definitely going to be throwing some of my shekels at seeing that movie in the theater. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and it's fun. Cause like, um, I was disappointed that it was only it was only a uh, Disney Plus release, but I did get it on Blu-ray when it came out. And, you know, it's one of those it's one of those movies where some people didn't get it, but that's okay because it's nice to see something outside of the norm for, you know, it's it's out of the real house. Like, I think Disney does a great job of that. Um, I would say Pocahontas was kind of a watering down of history, but you have, you know, Mulan, you have. you have I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head i can't remember uh aladdin you you have these that are the, these are characters of cultures but it's nice to see something that's a little bit more more grounded and makes a lot more sense so something much more cultural in character yes like see what i did yes. there yeah I, I i noticed that thank you I'm um fun. so First of all, I want to go ahead and just get this out of the way. A couple things. Uh, I'm going to say this at the top. Uh, Rich, I had said I, I was thinking about doing it at the end, but I'm going to do this. Uh, the next episode of Fandoms is on the 16th, I believe. I will be having um, TikTok uh, content creator um, and travel guide, Fat Tested Travel, uh, joining us to talk amusement parks, which is kind of fitting since we just had news um, released about the new Universal parks that are coming out in Orlando. Um, and uh, speaking of Orlando, I also just want to mention um, we have teams of nerd, uh, at nerd initiative that are at MegaCon this weekend. Um, I know they're probably at the Roosevelt's Epcot meetup, um, but make sure you follow Hopskeek News. Um, uh, Matt and Lauren are both there. They've been doing their panels. Um, they're at, a, I believe, a Roosevelt's uh, meetup right now. And then on top of all of that, they're going to be going around seeing the different stuff. And so uh, if you see them around and you see the Nerd Initiative, well, Nerd Initiative, I can't tell where I'm at in the camera. Uh, the Nerd Initiative logo on a hat or something. Be sure to say hello to them. Um, what's that? What? I yeah. said you're in front of it. You said you don't know where you are in the camera. You're in front of it. Absolutely. And then um, we will be doing more Cinema Smackdowns coming down the road. Um, we are working on those being the uh, show that happens on the Fridays that Fandoms doesn't. So you'll be getting a daily dose or a weekly dose 
of something fandoms related. Um, and then the winner of that Friday would then be announced here. And since we had a uh, cinema SmackDown at the last episode, um, I am pleased to announce that the winner, well, I guess I shouldn't be so pleased, but the winner of the last cinema SmackDown of the best tech noir was equilibrium. I am literally over two now. So I'm sorry, um, bro. You so had it in the bag the first time. But it's un that's a, that was an unfair contest because I mean let's face it, I have access to audiences that that if I wanted to abuse, which I did, yes, I you did. I you know, and I, I know you told me too, you know, he you ran a good campaign, you did exactly what you should, but you know, even I concede the fact that for a for a crappy book adaptation, but an amazing movie, trying to compare Jurassic Park to Ready Player One is is literally like trying to compare uh Jurassic Park to Ready Player One. It just it's apples and oranges. One is an interesting visual spectacle, the other is a a cinematic defining movie that drew a line in the sand. So anyway. Yeah, well, it, it, well, let's just face it. Ready Player One drew a new line in the sand this year. Yeah. Um. So, bravo to you, Will, for doing that. Um. You know, whatever. And it's funny, like I do the campaigns on the Nerd Nation socials, and I did them like once a week. Um. But Will comes in. I I made the mistake of the first the, the first SmackDown of tagging you in that post. Um, I think if I didn't tag you, you wouldn't have been aware to, to, to do what you did, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well, at first let's, I just was... face, let's just face it. You will now be a reason why rules are put into a rule book for cinema SmackDown, um, which also want to announce, um, uh, Mickey, I think may have mentioned it, um, on live. I don't think he did for sure, but Mickey has been volunteering, uh, has volunteered to kind of like, uh, be our, our referee or our host as well for cinema mm. SmackDown. Um, so it should be interesting. I feel like we need to get like a, like a, a nerd initiative referee shirt, which could work for a lot more than just cinema SmackDown. Cause it could also like go delve into like wrestling stuff down the road or whatever. Well, I mean, um, just pass the shirt around to everybody. Not for nothing. Isn't that just a referee shirt with the logo just kind of like stitched on or, or even transferred onto via inkjet printer in that special paper? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and by the way, CJ, and just badge it up. Let me say this real quick. CJ from In the Name of Comics. Uh, love you, man. Thank you so much for reaching out. Um, he was a guest on our show. Um, was it season two? I think it was. Um, and if you haven't checked out In the Name of Comics, uh, be sure to check out their social medias as well as their website in the name of comics.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, absolutely met them. It's C2E2, uh, this last year, which is coming up in, uh, the end of April and, um, had a great conversation with them fast friends. Um, so absolutely love that, that you dropped in. Thank you so much, buddy. Um, so we talked about the cinema SmackDown results. Um, we know that fat test of travel is coming. I, I, it's weird saying it that way, but, um, that fat test of travel is going to be joining us next, next show. Um, to talk about amusement parks, let, um, let me, I'll tell you right take... now, that man made my Disney world experience. He made it memorable, um, for 2022 when we went, um, because I'll tell you, I was, I was apprehensive of going cause I really wanted to ride the cosmic rewind ride at Epcot. And I was like, 
I've been turned away from rides before because I am a, I am a girthy guy. And, um, he went on the ride and I felt so much better going. My knees were a little bit pained because I, I'm a little bit taller, I think than him, but everything else worked out perfectly. So I was absolutely happy. If you're, if you're definitely a person that wants to know about like accessibility with rides, regardless of if you're a, if you're a plus size person, um, he walks through and goes through and shows you like even how you can like test out and see if it works out, even like for the Tron ride and things like that um, down the road. So I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, in the next show. Dude, so even at my sveltest, if you will, my lightest, which is clearly some time behind me again. Um, I had stress about the exact same thing because so I'm telling you right now, it's not weird to say the name that way because fat tested travel now are three of the most high praiseworthy, reassuring words I've ever heard together in the, in the <laughs> thought of going anywhere or doing anything. The fact that somebody's been there and now has confirmed for me, I won't get no guff. I'm totally for it. Yeah. And I like, I like his, his videos. Like even if, even if it's not a park I'm going to, I, I do enjoy going through and kind of looking and seeing, um, you know, what he's done makes you kind of think about planning for, for future events and what, what rides not to waste your time standing in line for. Cause the last thing you want to do is like this guy stand in a line at, at six flags. And then all of a sudden you get there and they're trying to get that thing around your waist and they're like, Oh, we're sorry, public shame, but you're gonna have to walk off the line now. So yeah, yeah, not not comfortable, not cool. Uh, the one thing I'll never forget was just it was the Matterhorn, and it wasn't so much a worried about getting kicked off as much as, oh my God, this is what this feels like, kind of thing. Where, you know, oh, it's it's so stressful. But I did also want to. Um... Ah, never mind. Go ahead. No, what are you gonna say? I forgot. I literally forgot. I'm a goldfish tonight, man. I don't know what's with me. Well, that's fine. So, oh no, I was gonna say it, this is stupid. See, this is absolutely no, not relevant. Sometimes let's go with our instinct when Will says let's just continue, uh, because I am surprised that nobody has made Disneyland outside of Disneyland merch. Uh, especially in the way of a t-shirt, because I'm going to say something and you're going to know exactly what I mean if you've been to the parks, which is, you know, like pulling that yellow strap is is like all it says. And then just like an example of the yellow strap. And you know what I mean, right? Yeah. 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 I so I would love a t-shirt like that. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There should be, there should be shirts when you go to the parks that you wear a specific size and it lets you know on the shirt since you can fit into this shirt, these are the mm -hmm. rides you can ride. Oh, wow. That, that's a good idea, too. Okay, hey, man, quick. What's on my left shoulder again? Tell um, me. <laughs> oh, no, you could have them in the front, too. Uh, hey, let me yeah. ask you a question. Tony, am I a part of your Patreon? You were. I was. Oh, you were. That's not a good look. Yeah. Well, you, you were on for a while. But again, there are some things going down the road. Uh, I will be talking about that as it happens. So you check me out my social media because uh, the Patreon is getting revamped. I have awesome. kind of taken some some um, some liberties and definitely going to be looking forward to uh, making some announcements about some 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 new things that are coming down the road. Mm -hmm. um, 
But we're going to go ahead and jump into some news uh, because I don't want to take a whole lot of time because, Will, I, I know I may have mentioned this, but, you know, um, I want to say this because especially if my family is watching, hopefully they're watching because they said they might be watching. And if you're not watching, then I'm going to have to judge. Oh, my them God. Later. Why are you disclaimering this to death? Get to the point. But we were we were at a family member's house uh, this evening and they surprised my son and I with a PS5. Oh, man. And so I will not be existing outside of my basement for probably the next 48 to 72 hours. Um, uh, I've, now, I've, I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to appreciate. But if you are not e at least twitching some of that, just a small portion of it, I'm going to fly out to that other coast and smack you. I'm just I saying. Have, I have something that I can port the PlayStation 5 into the computer. So mm. that may very possibly happen. I'm just saying. I, I get just you. Saying. I get you. Um, but regardless, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited about that. I, I get to actually experience what I've been watching everybody else live stream on TikTok. Um, oh, is, is that what that... Uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of game clips of something that's uh, Suicide Squad related. Is that what you're, you're yes. referring to? The, no, I was talking about Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Um, because that's come and gone. Um, but yeah, Suicide Squad uh, Kills the Justice League is, uh, is out, I believe, today. Um, and looks like a lot of fun. Uh, basically Brainiac, um, corrupts the justice league and, um, task. What oh, was it? Uh, task. What X, um, has to get involved because of Amanda Waller. So, um, definitely looks interesting. I know some people got the, the early download, um, which also came with like the characters in, uh, the justice league costume. So like you mm -hmm. could have King shark as Superman, and Harley Quinn as Wonder Woman, which I thought was was hilarious. Um, and for whatever reason, Captain Boomerang wearing the Flash costume made sense. So, what are you looking at? Oh, I'm just telling somebody else is bothering me because, well, not bothering me. They're checking in with me, but also freaking out because they sent me a gift. And I'm not going to show it here because it's off camera, but it, as a, I, as you know, a little bit of a Kevin Smith fan. And, what they sent me were signed stills from mall rats where it's, oh. it's, it's Shannon Doherty and Jason Lee and both their signatures. And then whichever one of the London kids, I think it was Jeremy London and uh, the woman who was in meet Joe black, Claire Forlani, I think might be her name and her, okay. so her signature on it as well. And I got to get them framed, but, but I was just telling him, I'm like, Hey man, I'm busy. And then I sent him a link to the show. Cause I'm trying to, you know, cast it, reel them in like that. Well, so that's what that. was going on off screen. Yeah. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about some things. This is not a, a guest show. That will be the next episode with fat test to travel. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about some things that have happened. And we were mentioning TikTok. Um, so if you are on TikTok. You may have noticed that a lot of the music that you would normally hear when when you were watching a video um, is gone. You can't add those songs, and a lot of your favorite videos may be muted now if you had not downloaded them before on apps like Snapchat or something like that. And so, Will, you want to kind of like touch about all this a little bit? I will. You know, first of all, this is the reason why I've mostly stayed away from copyrighted music in my content. Because if I'm linking the sound, I don't, you know, it there, there is a licensing to get that on there and that could go away. 
And now like one of the creators that I follow is, uh, I can't remember the name of the account, but like all she does are basically tell Star Wars related dad jokes. And she's twirling a lightsaber off like for the opening part and then lit for the gag, right? But it's always yeah. been to one song. And now 90% of her content is silent. It, yeah. You know, I it, the whole situation is regrettable, but also you got to realize it's a business. And, you know, the other thing, too, that you got to think about is it, it just says that TikTok, which for a while, actually right now it's, it's really just a pissing contest between two big companies. And all the content creators are getting caught in the middle because, you know, one was like saying, we don't want to pay that licensing. And they're like, well, we'll take it away. And they're like, okay. So, you know, now it's a tit for tat situation until maybe they come together because for a while TikTok was a very driving application for music uh and it being shared and becoming popular so yeah. you know it was a big thing there have been artists that have been discovered on the platform whose music has now been pulled off because they're universal uh artists and i i just got to say it's 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 a shame to get caught in the middle but it'll be interesting it'll be defining for TikTok what truly happens next because if they're like eh then it lets you know they are just trying to be the in-your-hand-held QVC. Or if if the music comes back, you know they're still taking themselves serious as a potential music uh, platform. Yeah. And it's interesting, though. So from what I understand on my end of what I... Because you piece, you piece together, you know, all of your information from the source, you know, from TikTok videos or whatnot. Um... So they had a negotiations. I said this in a video before, you know, UMG wanted a piece of the pie. TikTok basically said there really is no pie to have a piece of. It's really, we're, we're making money off of other things, not the music itself. Um, plus we've done you a benefit and Universal came out and basically said, well, then we'll just pull all the music. And I think TikTok was the one who actually went ahead and just pulled the music um, because there are some, some, um, independent artists that have had their music taken off that are not part of umg and so it's kind of interesting to see how it happens now again this is a negotiation tactic i would recommend if you don't have a large amount of your well you may also want to do this if you even have a large amount of your content that is muted right now is just wait and see give it some time um because the odds that those songs may come back are very high because when UMG understands what, 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 what benefit they lose from not having their music promoted. Cause I can tell you right now, I've heard music off of TikTok that I downloaded specifically because I heard it off of TikTok. And if it weren't for TikTok, I wouldn't have known about it. And there's, and that's, that's probably 90% of the people who are on TikTok. But regardless, one Regardless. of the things, one of the things, and I'm sorry. That's okay. But one of the things that is, has become so apparent to me because of the fact I have got, I've had to know about Taylor Swift because I have a nine-year-old that loves Taylor Swift. Okay. Mm -hmm. And anybody that can tell you, if you have a nine-year-old that loves Taylor Swift, you're going to know about Taylor Swift. Okay. But it wasn't until this this recent drive right before the Eras tour that I realized just how many trends have been based on Taylor Swift songs. 
so many so you can see that direct correlation where it's exposure and and artists were making sure to try and come up with something that would be emulated by people on TikTok, mm -hmm. so that way it would become part of a trend so you know it was a very very you know intimate relationship that that really was good for both sides but you know yeah. for one to flex over the other now now we're gonna see you know what's gonna happen who's gonna yeah. flinch so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a second and interrupt everything that we're talking about because I am right now on. aware that I do have up. family that is watching. So I just wanted to reiterate how excited I am to be done with the show as quickly as possible. So that which mind you, with Will, it's gonna still be there. every time you say that, you know I'm just <laughs> mentally adding five minutes onto the show in my head. Because I'm like, my, you know, wait any minute now, I'm just gonna bust in and randomly figure out a way to integrate my Patreon exclusive membership coin. You know, for the people that subscribe to my Patreon, I'm going to like that figure out great, how to wait to work that was a great that little like, plug there for it too. Then you're stepping on my joke. Fair enough. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm going to figure out a way to bring this up into it. And that in itself will add like an extra few minutes onto the show. But Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. So, so I'm just going to say this again because my family is watching. Um, I love you guys and thank you so much. Um, I am, a, I'm ready to waste my life um on spider-man too so and, and he's that. in no way responsible for anything that i say or do exactly so let's go ahead and move on we talked about umg um there are there are some other things now this one not so much enjoyable um if you weren't aware um it was announced today yes um that carl weathers um yes. the actor who was apollo creed in the rocky movies um he was in happy gilmore um, he's been most recently in um, The Mandalorian. And again, this is not all of his filmography because, of course, like I even think of things like Predator, Dude, the, the, uh, the the masculine uh, uh, Carl Weathers, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like the the bro, like, you know, hand grab from from Predator, like is a meme like you see everywhere. Um, but Carl Weathers uh, is is no longer with us. That's why I don't know all of the specifics, but um Anybody that has left a legacy, you think about it, he, he's an actor and he gets paid to do these parts, but we grew up on these characters. We grew up on these people. He's also one of the people that, um, you know, at a certain point, Hollywood wanted to turn their back on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I've, I've been alive just as long as Carl Weathers had a career, you would say, because I knew him from the first Rocky movie onward. Uh, I've, I've lived a life through cinema and TV with him. And there was a point where, you know, Hollywood didn't feel he had value and there was a series of B movies, but it, you mentioned happy Gilmore and his, his part in that kind of helped a resurgence that where he just kept popping like, Oh my God, check it out. It's Carl Weathers. Oh my God. It's Carl. when the moment we saw him in the Mandalorian, like, uh, at first his character, I don't think was as informed as it was by the second and third season where he, where he was really enjoyable. Uh, oh, yeah. it just, and it, you know, it's it, the whole point though, is I'm 50 going to be 53 very shortly. So I know for a fact that this guy had a career that spanned decades mm -hmm. and that in itself is an amazing accomplishment. And I would say this, we, we oftentimes, I mean, we're fandoms, it's nerd initiative. Obviously we nerd out about TV movies, everything at the end of the day, he's a person and, mm -hmm. you know, he leaves a family, he leaves, you know, 
you know, friends and, and loved ones that he knew. I think we, we, if I could say anything and I, I, I know we've done this in the past is consider him more than just the films he's been in. Um, and just remember, these are people too. They, they, I mean, it, most recently on X, formerly known as Twitter, his, his response to anything that was directed at him, no matter what he said at the end would be, be peace. And so there's a guy that's really trying to use his voice to get across a great message. You know what I mean? Absolutely. A really good human being. Absolutely. Um, now let's go ahead and try to talk about a little bit more, um, upbeat stuff. Um, something that I was excited to see, um, this, this just, I think it was just this week. Um, we got a, a teaser in the form of a poster, uh, for Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, which I, first of all, I want to say is the perfect title. Um, because it makes me want them to have a third movie after this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they're they're right. They're baiting the hook with this one right there. It is. It is. It is absolutely the best marketing for a second film, especially what it means in the context of the film, and then for them to have the ticker tape for the waiting for the waiting room. Mm -hmm. Um, and it be the date beyond there. Like it's how long have we been waiting for a Beetlejuice sequel? Well. Were we really wait? Were, were we really waiting for a Beetlejuice sequel? Um, I mean, the moment we saw the moment we saw Michael Keaton's Batman again in the Flash movie, yes, yes, we did. Yeah, the only redeeming part of that movie. Um, but <laughs> my um, my uh, my I digress. Um, I will say, I wasn't expecting that I would be this excited for Beetlejuice two. Um, and, and it's because if you, if you didn't know, well, maybe you didn't know, because I know I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a wee bit younger than you. Beetlejuice had an animated series. Yes. How in the world they thought that that was a good idea to have Beetlejuice for kids. I don't know, but mind you, I was a kid who watched the movie who actually slightly enjoyed. And it was, it was, a, it was a thing where. The movie, the movie was like Beetlejuice is the bad guy. And the cartoon, he's the good guy. And if you remember, they did a lot of those type of cartoons because I can think right now of the Little Shop of Horrors cartoon. Oh my lord, I didn't even know. Where Audrey oh too was actually the good guy. Like he didn't need people in the it was it's crazy. Um, but they but they they had a they had a long line of like bringing in movies that didn't are cartoons that did not need to be like direct from the movies. Um, but super excited about this. I know a lot of the cast are coming back um, and definitely excited to see Michael Keaton uh, as Beetlejuice and what kind of hijinks we're going to get. So um, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I'm just really looking forward to it. And, and given the fact that, you know, the girl that they naturally cast the, the girl that played Wednesday, uh, you know, I have real high hopes. Uh, I, I have really, really high hopes for this. Uh, and I also do really hope we get a third one. And I also just want to have to honorable fan to mention, uh, the Beetlejuice thing is one of the greatest long running gags waiting for a joke to play out ever on the NBC hit comedy community, because there, uh, somebody says Beetlejuice once in mm -hmm. three different seasons. And on the third time, there he is in the background for a moment, yep. and, but nothing to call it out. It just exists for us to find and love. Well, let's face it. The community community was, 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 was just a genius show. 
And then on top of that, you get the Russo brothers to do, you know, what they do best. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that the stuff that they were involved with in Marvel was, was well detailed because they, they, they were, they were thinking about all the small specifics. And I think that's what made those, those movies great. Um, now speaking of, and we'll look at the contact us real quick. Um, because if you, if you'd like to know more about nerd initiative and about our newsletter, um, and what's going on and you're not going on new nerdinitiative.com, follow the contact us link, leave your information. We'll add you to our, we, our monthly newsletter. Um, and we will tell you about some of the amazing stuff that we're doing. Um, and this, I don't have a, I don't have a slide for this, but, um, will, I don't know if you know about this, um, rapper kid Cuddy has, um, done a comic book. I did not know that. And um, the new comic book day we do every Wednesday. Uh, we can throw that up there too. Um, with new comic book day, we uh, one of our team members did a review. I believe Ken did the review. Um, and uh, Kid Cudi didn't only not only liked the review, he he quoted and posted it on his on his X or Twitter, or whatever we want to oh, call cool, it. Oh, cool, man! Um, and like within. Within hours, it was at it was at over forty thousand views, which was just amazing. Um, so so yeah, I mean, great job with the with the bullpen. Um, be sure to catch them, um, especially on Wednesdays. Uh, you'll get other stuff throughout the week, but Wednesdays are important, and then Tuesday nights for turn a page um, to get more comic book stuff. And then of course, I have to do this because we've got our we've got our uh, our producer in the background making sure everything runs but on Thursday nights um with wrestling night live um this week they went over the results of Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania and I will admit Rich has been involved enough now where I'm starting to get back into wrestling I watched my first AEW match a couple weeks ago I caught the the final match for Royal Rumble um, on Peacock and I'm starting to want to get back into it, um, which has been long time coming. We're talking about, I stopped watching wrestling in 1999. So, um, Dude, look, we all need our stories, right? Mm-hmm. Right. My wife watches days of our lives. You know, I can have like all the star Wars shows or wrestling or whatever I want. We, we all have our stories in life. And I think I think one of the things that I'm I'm also learning because I've it's been amazing. And I, if you don't know, um, Nerd Initiative is not just news or videos or live shows. It's very much a community, and it's been interesting to hear the conversations about how even in wrestling the the toxicity where um, somebody that I followed because of another member in Nerd Initiative um, had posted recently about how disrespectful commentary on wrestling is nowadays and one of the things i can tell you is the team for nerd initiative rich ken um the guys that are jumping in and doing their own stuff they respect the sport they respect the people they're going to be honest about their report about what they think about things um but really we think about anime being toxic we think about marvel and dc and all of this other stuff um, there's, there's a, there's a big, a big call for, for, for good reporting on, on all of the fandoms. And so, yeah, I can't, I can't say enough about how excited. And again, it's another thing I have to waste my, I, I shouldn't say waste my time on. Um, I, it's another thing for me to lose more time because I'm never going to get caught up to one piece in anime. Look, here's, I'm here's never- what you do. Okay. It doesn't matter. You enter into this new thing. 
There we go. That's just cool. find a way to make it content, man. That's all. And if you guys haven't checked this out, um, first of all, it it, it just it, it's amazing how in the comic book sector there are such different stories being told. Distillery, um, you've got Moon Man, you've got um Ghost Machine coming out. There's there's just so much going on um with with um with comics that it's it's more than just Superman and the X-Men and Spider-Man anymore. Um, so if you're if you're ever wanting to get into comics, try some of this new stuff. I will. <laughs> so let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Um, Come on, man. Reporting. Let's let's talk about some more stuff that we're excited that uh, we're excited about seeing uh, because I've got one that I'm not going to be, and I, I'm kind of uh, trying to avoid it. Um, the next one that we had a teaser. Um, Sonic Three is coming out in December of this year. Um, we got a really cool logo, which is reminiscent to, uh, one of the old, older shows. Um, and there was a, there was a character speaking. Um, some people thought it was shadow. Um, but it's been confirmed by Jim Carrey that he is coming back and reprising his role as Dr. Robotnik, um, or, okay. or Eggman, um, in the show or in the movie, which, which is great. Cause first of all, he doesn't do a lot of sequels and he's not, I don't think he's ever done a third film. And then on top of that, he retired, or at least he said he retired. Mm -hmm. um, but the Sonic the Hedgehog series was actually close to his heart because his kids loved it and they wanted him to do it. So I figured if they were going to do a third film, they would come back to this. And I always, I, I'm really fond of the Sonic franchise, especially for the fact of they had a horrible product in the first movie. Oh yeah. Those terrifying and they teeth. actually listened to the fans and turned around and was highly successful, even though it came out right before the pandemic was in full swing. So, yeah, they really did course correct on that horrible animation very well. And you got to think about it too. Like not only did they probably come up with a new character design, but in order to expedite the process and make it move along faster, I'm sure that they ended up like having to create some filter or engine that mapped old character to new characters. So that mm -hmm. way they wouldn't have to put in as much of the processing time. At least that's all I can think of. They, they had to, because if you actually go back and watch the first film, it looks good, but there are moments where you can tell that he's not as either crisp or he has more reminiscent details of the ugly Sonic. Um, but in the second film that was all cleaned up and it was all because it was all based off of the, the original model um, that they that they repurposed for the first film. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. I love the tease for um, for Shadow. Um, it sounds like they've also brought on a number of, uh, of other actors for the voice cast. So it sounds like we're going to get like Sally and Amy and a bunch of them, too, um, which could be really exciting because I think the dynamic of bringing knuckles on and having tails worked really well. Um, they don't have to tell the exact story from the, from the, from the video games or even from the comics, because there's a, there's a lot of, of rich lore when it comes to the comics. Um, but they're definitely doing fan service, which I think is, it, it works really well for the characters. So. I enjoyed the first two. Yeah. Let's talk about one more that we're looking forward to before we get into the next one. Uh, so also, we got a fuller trailer for Ghostbusters. Um, oh, yeah. Frozen Empire, which is looking as much as I loved Afterlife. 
this film I feel like is is just like ticking off all of the notches of what makes me excited. And when you saw that Feck was back, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like he's it looks like he's the mayor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it. So, which I thought was interesting. Some people, some people are criticizing the trailer for the fact that he's basically saying that no one witnessed um, them saving the world, even though we know people saw the statue of Liberty walking down the, the, um, the boulevard and, you know, say, you know, they saw them at the museum. Um, and we know that everyone right, saw but the safe but, but then if you think about it, nobody really has seen them do anything except those that are directly involved. It's always in a circumstance where, like there's some deniability. It could have still been something they all orchestrated. Yep. <laughs> and then also we we get our first glimpse of Slimer returning. Um, and we've got Janine in the actual um, you know, the the, uniform, the, nice. the jumpsuit. Um, I will say the one thing, and I've said this to a couple of people, and some people are like, ah, don't expect it to happen. I really hope that we see we see Rick Moranis come back to be his character. It would really, be nice. It would be. I feel like unless they're saving him for another film, um, like for like the, the sequel to this one, um, I would really like to see him come back. And again, if you don't know, Rick Moranis took a sabbatical from doing any films. He basically retired. His wife passed away and he took care of his kids. Mm-hmm. He made enough money on everything that he had been in from Spaceballs to Ghostbusters to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, the man didn't have to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was able to focus on his children, which is very commendable, but of course his kids are grown. I, I really would love to see him come back to this role. If at all possible. Is he the one that randomly got punched too? Yes. He was the one that was walking down the street. He got punched by a stranger. Absolutely. That was him. Who, who wants to punch Rick Moranis and why did he really think he shrunk those kids or something? I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I have to imagine that the person who punched him didn't even know who he was. Mm-hmm. And it was just somebody just doing stupid and doing it well. Um, but, but yeah, that was him. And that's like the last time we've heard about him. Um, so it would be nice to have him come back and, and be, in it the would movie. be, and that would be something they would hold in their, you know, side pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they want to do a space ball sequel, then I would love to see him in that too. I mean, just <laughs> Lord helmet. You got to have it. Um, so I've I've delayed this as much as possible. Um, Madam Web is coming out um, in just what in just twelve days. Hey, you know uh, Tony, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever brought up like one of Kevin Smith's podcasts here on 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 the show. Uh, but How there you is never mentioned Kevin Smith before. I know it's funny that way, uh, yeah. but um, one of those shows is a show called Hollywood Babylon, right? And mm-hmm. and in there is a segment, and and I'll, I'll I'll change the wording so as not to to uh, to be more family friendly, since you do have family uh, in the stream. Uh, yes, it's it's do. it's S that should not be, uh, and and in there, oh no, it's not even that one because there's another one that's called exquisite acting where they also say you know something is so bad it goes all the way around and becomes good again, and I think that might be Madam Web. Now. I mean, one day it's going to be a great episode of MST3K. <laughs> okay, so let's let's just go ahead and do a rundown of what we do know about Madam Web. 
MetaWeb was supposed to occur in the exact same uh, in the same universe as Tom Holland Spider Man. The MCU. Now, no, do that. No, um, and then they realized that the time frame that this movie was taking place did not work with Tom Holland Spider Man. So then they decided they were going to try to do Andrew Garfield's, but it still didn't work that way. No. Um, and so they just decided to get rid of all references to Spider Man. So there's no Spider Man in this universe that we know of. Um, this movie, um, took the daring chance that instead of like promoting the costumes in like a teaser trailer or anything else, um, they were released in Asia on soda packaging. Um, there have been some criticisms of the costumes. There's been some criticisms for the styling and it's almost as if they're kind of making fun of themselves when they've been asked about the movie. Um, my 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 hope is that they're they're misdirecting us. I think there's the potential that there could be a good film, and they're just making us doubt it. So that that first weekend may be rough, but then when people come out raving about it, it could do really well. But I'm I'm kind of more convinced. He's like, you hope for the best, but you expect the worst. I'm more expecting that this is going to be another more uh, Morpheus. Um. Which, by the way, I, I still I still have not Morbius? seen Morbius. Morbius? I can't still get it right. Is it Morbius? Morbius. Morbius. Mor Mobius. See, it's this forgettable. It this movie has made me forget the comic book character's name. Like like Mobius. I no. had COVID. The last listen, I had COVID when I watched whatever it's called. Um, I watched it and Shazam back to back. I enjoyed both. The fever broke, and then I can't ever go back to watch them again. It's yeah. just how it is. I'm pretty sure uh, it's it Morbius. Fever... I don't know. Thank you, I don't Morbius. Know. Thank you, Rich. I it was like it, some, and somehow I thought we were about to bring up Mephisto. I didn't know what was going on anymore. Sorry. Well, I will tell you. Yeah. The the, the thing is, the yeah. reason why I've been so mixed up is, it's like I I I, I recently watched the, the Matrix, so Morbius. Mm -hmm. Then oh, there's see, that's Morbius. Where I think we're, yeah, man. And then I was just watching um, Loki season two with with Mobius. Yes. See. I'm so confused now. Can we like we get ready to get rid of these these these? We we and need then, we need we need some of the Mobies to go away. Yes, and it's like all of these Greek style names that mo names mo problems. Yes, but yes, uh, Madam Web is coming out the 14th. Um, did 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 Sony have like a special popcorn bucket that's been announced for this movie? I don't think uh, it has. No, no. The only the only special popcorn bucket I've heard about is the one for Dune Two. And what on earth were they thinking? I'm sorry. Did you see Rich's? Oh, all of them were better than Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Fair enough. You so know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, argue, man. But but yeah. So so I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Sony has kind of burned me with the whole Morbius. Spider-Man references in the trailers with with like a complete bait and switch. And then the if you haven't watched Morbius, which I understand why you're not watching it. Um, and if you if this is a spoiler, plug your ears, but you'll probably never watch the movie anyway. Um, you know, Adrian Toomes does show up at the end of the movie at the end credits, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever mm -hmm. in, 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 in the realm of things, which is why. Sony, I feel like just keeps making these movies so that oh, I saw what you put in there. I'm not. <laughs> that's a conversation I don't want to have. Yeah, see, that's that's the Dune Part Two popcorn bucket. It's a sandworm, uh, right? That's when you look at that, you see sandworm, right? 
let's keep moving on. Yeah. So yes. So my goodness. No, I know, man. With with Sony, it's kind of like you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And the fact that they're they've just gone like back and forth on like how things are. It, it, everything they're doing screams the scene in Elf where James Con says to the to the printer. It's like, you know, the end of the book isn't there. And he's like, like little kids are going to care. Just run it. Well, it's like, you know, and that's, like and everybody's that's like, everybody goes like, you know what? The, the MCU is in shambles. Marvel can't get any worse. And Sony's like, hold my beer. Right. They're like, don't worry. We've, we've got a way to make Marvel worse. Yeah. And that's yeah. not something you want to brag about. Although, you know, also let's pivot off of Madam Web because who knows what we're going to get. We've got no faith in the, in what they're giving us and, and based on past performance. And I think, I think that's very much legitimate. Um, but at the same time, right. We're, we're mm -hmm. also, there are other things that, that we're, we've got prospects of to be excited about. So, you know, let's talk about positive stuff. Sure. Um, now we've kind of talked about most of the movies. Let's go ahead and get back into um, something positive. Um, there's the oh goodness. <laughs> this is what happens when you put, This is what happens when like, you give control to somebody else. By the way. Oh, this is what happens when you have somebody that's in control that's behind the scenes. They can, they can, they can, they can do whatever they remind want. You of things. It's Morbin time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, speaking of something that was actually pretty good, but we can have a discussion about it. But I want to say this beforehand: we watched the we watched the movie, we watched the shows, we did not read the books. Um, but uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yes. Um, so there have been some positives that have been said about this show. There have been some negatives that have been said about this show. Um, I was because we talked about Morbius too much. I was going to make a comment about Greek names and then bring in Percy Jackson, but. Somebody stomped on that joke for you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's okay. The the Morbin time thing got kind of got me. But really, when you I've seen two train of thoughts when it came to this show. Mm -hmm. Some thought it was too faithful to the books. Some thought that it was faithful, but they took all of the climat the 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 climatic type stuff that 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 kind of like got you excited from from the story and kind of made it as dull as possible, which honestly, I kind of feel like when you're, when you're, when you're covering a book like this, you're not going to be able to do that. It's not like, it's not like Marvel where you want to leave on a cliffhanger to watch the next episode. People who are watching Percy Jackson want to know the story and want to know what happens. And so sometimes because they're breaking it up into sections, they can't, end the show on a climax because it doesn't work when you're doing metered or properly length full episodes they don't have those climaxes at the end well yeah and and it and sometimes even though they got through ordeals it didn't really feel like there were stakes you know what i mean it was like yeah so there there was a little bit of that but um you know at the same time uh, I, I appreciated that they did something that I would like to see programs do more, even though they're on streaming. If you're going to release it weekly, then mm -hmm. at the end of the episode and the end of the credits, throw me a taste of what's to come. And and I believe in a lot of a lot of uh, in a lot of episodes they did that. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. In fact, 
that's something that I found is more common with animes than mm -hmm. than anything because they do recaps and they do like especially like the characters will narrate what to look forward to for the next episode. And I appreciate that. And I didn't realize how much I appreciated that with Percy Jackson. In fact, I didn't even look for it. I wasn't looking for end credit stuff or anything, but then the first time that I saw that there was a, a preview of what's to come, I got really excited yeah, because I'm man. like, okay, where's this going? Cause I'll be honest with you. I did not realize how Percy Jackson, the lightning thief, um, the movie was so departed from the book. Mm. Like I get it. I get where people, like I know how frustrated Aragon made me when I watched the movie. I know how frustrating it is now with ready player one, because I've the read the book after watching the movie. That is the second time you've brought up Aragon again, man. I well, mean, this here's is why. cut you deep. Here's why. Okay. Rick Rorden that did, did the Percy Jackson. Um, he, he's got his book. And they're probably going to make series and they can go to the next book. The author who, who his, his, um, his name escapes me at the moment. Um, oh, Christopher Polini, who does um, Aragon has been campaigning to try to get Disney to take the rights and to make an Aragon series. Mm. And if they were to do that now, seeing what they've done with Percy Jackson, I would be absolutely for that. Absolutely for it. Mm hmm. Because here's here here's the thing: if you've never seen, if you've never seen, or if you, I'm sorry, if you've never read Aragon, um, the Urgles, the the brutish barbarians that were kind of like the minions for that witch guy, the 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 shade, um, the Urgles were depicted as humans in the movie. They are more like minotaurs for that you saw in Percy Jackson, and imagine that those characters were characters that they were running into on a constant basis. And the battles were bigger and more involved, and this, and and the and and like the, the the stuff that you find out later on would have made so much better sense if you had read the books than ever watched that that awful movie. And so I'm glad that they're they're willing to do this. Um, I think Percy Jackson the Olympian, Olympians was was a good series. I enjoyed it. Um, I looked forward to seeing it. Now I wasn't like doing what I normally do with Marvel movies and, and running to watch it at drop. Um, but I was definitely invested. I was definitely excited. And I really think um, the cast was fantastic too. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I having never read any of the young adult novels with Percy Jackson, I really i like i never in i didn't really enjoy the the movie that came out with percy jackson and the lightning thief but with this show they made it very relatable and presentable mm -hmm. and you know let's not ignore the fact excellent story structure too you know the penultimate episode we get flashbacks to early times that you know percy's not aware of and and it's really meaningful the way they also tie those elements together for consistent for uh, continuity geeks like us. You know, there's a a brief flash in I'm gonna say like the fourth episode. I can't remember how many there were, but the but the penultimate penultimate episode. You know, Hermes touches Percy, and we see a flash of a moment, which doesn't pay off until the next episode, but it pays off in the next episode. So yeah. you know that kind of thing I love too. Really good storytelling. The actors did a great job. And, you know, I, for the people that did read the novels, I really got to like 
kind of live vicariously through them because like they were the whole St. Louis episode, St. Louis. No. Where is the arch? I think it was St. Louis. Okay. Good. It is St. Louis. I, I question things cause I'm a product of the uh, public educational system. So <laughs> not so good with geography. Uh, but with the St. Louis, the arch, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, I always looked at this and wondered how exactly he made it to the river and you know, the show kind of addressed that. And I saw a lot of people that were really kind of thrilled about seeing that happen. So it was a great experience overall. And plus kind of a wholesome show. You could really watch that almost at any level. Cause yeah. even the scariest monster that they throw at us, you know, it's, it's wearing tidy whities So, you know, that makes it more palatable. Yeah. And it also, I thought what was also interesting with it, with the exception of the Minotaur, <laughs> you had, you had the, the, the monsters were were kind of fleshed out a little bit better and you kind of understood like they they had an ulterior motive mm -hmm. there was another agenda going on the hades thing like like i love rosario dawson but at the same time it's kind of like like the 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 um the the pearls and all of that it was like it was too sensationalized in the movie I think it was given a little bit more more um grounding i loved the fact that the uh the head of medusa was was you saw what really was supposed to happen and then it made so much more sense for the head to be returned to cinder mm -hmm. like that was fantastic um and um you you seeing that 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 payoff at the end which i think was better than the one in the movie um even though you kind of really like mind you I, I i still hated that guy because of being cypher in in matrix because like mm -hmm. you just you know forget. every time i look at him it's like it's it, do i even care what a steak tastes like um I but, do, but, but at the same time it's 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 nice to see it it was a little bit of a shock coming from the movie but i definitely appreciated it more as i got into it and i'm like okay i can put away what i've seen before I still slightly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. Some parts of it. I don't know what it was. I liked all of the Grover stuff from the movie. I was honestly was, speaking, man, that movie was so forgettable. I didn't remember any of it watching any of this for me. That's, well, good for you. Yeah. Right. I was coming in fresh, me, baby. I watch movies way too much. Like I'll have to watch them over and over again. So, um, but yeah, so super excited hopefully they will get a season two i think it i think it was well received um one last thing to talk about we're at 58 minutes and 50 seconds right now which is fantastic because i told you i was going to try to keep focused here and i told um, you i was going to bait you into going longer um but before we go into the last thing which i think is something more that you're a tech guy so i think you'll appreciate it too yes. um, will tell us about that amazing coin that we saw like what what is what's that all about Oh, you're serious? Yeah. I was joking, man. See, you, you I, I want to okay, give you a well, chance to go for it. Very simple. There is a, uh, I do have a Patreon. It is uh, NetHeads On Air on Patreon. And it's kind of like my the world of my podcast. There's original content that's made, commercial-free versions of the podcast for everybody, special videos and the like. And one of the things that I had been trying to do for a long time was smelt my own challenge coin and i'm still trying but i failed so many times that i just literally because i never touched my patreon i cashed it out and i had minted patreon exclusive challenge coins okay so with this thing here you've got my show's logo uh and uh two color well three color technically 
and then on the back it exclaims what it is which is a patreon exclusive challenge coin and this is a piece of artwork somebody did for us that's kind of a techno merge of trent and i together into one kind of borg-like being so it's a really gorgeous coin and they're they're starting to go out this weekend and i'm and i'm really thrilled uh and i've got so many of them Clearly, I need more Patreon supporters or else I'm just going to be emailing people that have come and gone and be like, hey, can I have your current address? Because I'm going to send you something because it's sad that they're just laying around. But anyway, uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash netheads on there. Yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta follow you on, on Patreon. Yeah, at like, least follow me, man. And yeah, I need to. I, I'm telling you, I was kind of sitting there like, man, those coins are cool. Yeah, so, they are. And, you know, even if you join at the most basic level by the, it, I worked it out. So basically with the tiers, the most basic one is $1. And, and if you're a, a Patreon member for six months, you get a coin. If you go to the next tier up, I think it's three months, you get a coin. Now you don't keep getting coins, but that's just, this is how you, you get your, your NetHeads coin that you can show to other members. You can discreetly pull from your pocket and hold the flash to people. And if they return, they've met the challenge of the coin. See, I don't know what I'm saying. Well, it's like it, so. One side has the brain, right? Yes. And the other side has the logo. Yeah. Well, the the merge. It's the the brain is on the logo. Okay. And then what's the other side? The other side is Trent and I, in that uh, kind of retro Borg like. Okay. Tech let me being. just say this. It's it's two. It's both of your heads, right? Yes. If you okay. want to put it that way, let me just, let me just say this way. It is, it is a finally the coin that, and I'm, I'm, I'm OCD. So forgive me that when you finally say heads or tails, there are heads. Cause whenever you say, yeah, head or tail before, it's a head well, or here's tail. a higher resolution version, just so you can see what that artwork looks like. It's just, this That's is cool. a, a 3d printed resin. So it comes off like a poker chip and you can see that the logo on my own unrefined version here, not so fancy, but I've been trying to do this since 2021 for God. Why does that look like a pog, like a pog slammer? Uh, Cause this one is, this is a bigger early prototype. So I, that I could prove that they would print out and like some of them, I had, dude, I went through a whole thing where I, I printed these up and I either, I wanted to demonstrate, do you want it? Or there would be a different tier where it would be the sparkly blue. Another tier, the coin you would get would be the, the, the gold metal one. Right. And then I thought, Hey, I can save a few bucks. I'll just put them inside of cards. Uh, at that point, however, you're running these things through the metered machine that is high mm -hmm. volume and crushes the hell out of anything you sent. So that's why and, finally going with metal. And there for those will... who are listening or viewing, yeah. the fact that I said pog, um, if you're a, if you're a Twitch, you know, watcher or whatever, it's not the same thing. Look it up. Yeah, I didn't... look up nineties pog. Yeah, because pog it's, champ was, was something completely different. It was it was a useless piece of cardboard with some type of drawing on it that, it was that a you would cap. fight others with. Yes, no Yes. A anyway, so thank you for allowing me that plug. I'm really proud Absolutely. of the coins. Look forward to more people having them. And it's oh. it's not as gigantic as that one, you know. Like reasonably speaking, if you if you it wouldn't require much space to display it. And, uh, you know, it could fit in your pocket and be easy to carry around. Whenever you have to make those decisions, those uh, hard decisions, like just flip the coin. I, and by the way, I will still be going on this smelting journey because I still have a block of pewter uh, and the pewter polish that you need to give it a good aged look. Uh, I just need to get a good solid uh, new resin case. And then after I do that, I have to do molding to to make the heat resistant molds and that's the well, part i'm just where... glad you didn't burn your house to house down 
no, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Next time. Well, you know, it's good to have goals. Um, but regardless, we were talking about things. Uh, we have, we have one last thing to talk about, and this is something that I, I find exciting. Will may because you know technology and see nerds. this is where I thought you were going before when when you were just like hey let's will something really exciting since you're kind of a tech guy and I'm like how in the heck do we get to my coin? Well, I just said I had to throw that in there before we got to this. Gotcha. Um, so makes more if sense. you if you've not known there has been there is now a competition when it comes to um, AR style VR glasses. Um, you've had the VR glasses for the PlayStation or PlayStation Five, um, which I don't I no I'm good with that. We've got uh, the the was once the Oculus, but is now the Meta Quest and Quest Two, the Quest two. Pro and the Quest Three. Um, I still have the Quest Two. Okay, um, I, I too have two. Yeah, the, I will tell you the three is tempting if it weren't for that price point. Um, just for the fact of the pass through where you can see the mm -hmm. AR is much better with it. Yeah. Um, as well as the fact that you could do laundry with your goggles on and have a TV show going while you're doing laundry. I, I could be tempted to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, you now have the most expensive of the sets um, at, I think coming in at like $3,400 at a starting point going mm -hmm. up to like 80, uh, $38.99 um, with the um, Apple vision pro VR goggles, or I would say more AR because they do have a pass through, you will be able to see the face. Um, but it seems interesting, especially for the fact that Disney Plus has has partnered with them to cause them having an immersive Disney Plus experience with the goggles. I think the other important takeaway too, especially when you see all the advertising and and example footage and stuff being shown for this. Uh, I think it's important to note that they are heavily leaning in to the other conveniences. In other words, they are heavily leaning into the fact that this is also a computer platform. Yep. And a lot of the stuff that you do, you can replace your other equipment in theory, eventually with this. So they're like, you know, it's, it's not just the expense of the goggles. It's also you're paying for convenience and all the other computing things. Like it, it, the fact that it can spatially map your house. So that mm -hmm. way you can have a three, you can have a recipe window open in the kitchen, but you walk away and that's no longer in your view amazes me to no end. Yeah. I mean, meta meta did it with the quest too. If you think they were starting to do it, where you could map out furniture in your room. So like if you had a, a space that had a chair, the chair would exist in whatever environment you were in. So you would always know where you could sit down in the midst of, of, of doing it. But it was a lot of manual work. Mm -hmm. um, what's also interesting, my, my uncle and I were talking about this because I was bringing this up at, um, at the house um, tonight. Um, you know, he's impressed about how you can just kind of like use your hand now to gesture. And even the Oculus or the Quest 2, is able to do that, but it's becoming more of a thing where you can literally throw things and you can have multi displays. Um, you can have peripherals connected. And honestly, based off of what I've seen, these goggles will run at the same speed as some of the, uh, some, I would say not too far, you know, Mac minis. Mm. So you're, I mean, you, you may not be able to do big, heavy work on it, but if you're doing like video conferencing or if you're, you know, wanting to do something, you have, I, 
listen, I will. I know how I, I know you know how it is. I have four screens that I'm looking at right now. Mm-hmm. I have I have a I have a, a monitor connected to HDMI above me, and then I have three screens. One's vertical, um, that are on DisplayPort, and to have that be there, but then still have the space in your house where those didn't need to physically be there. That's mm-hmm. really compelling. Despite the fact that there's a two and a half hour battery life and a battery pack that is externally connected to you that you can see that, that cord coming out of the back of the, the goggles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, but still, and the, the fact that it does the eye like see through as well. So that way, you know, when you're talking to people they can actually see that part of your face that's covered and they don't get all weirded out by it. Yeah. However, exactly. you see people using it. I get weirded out by it. Yeah. That, that's yeah. just me, brother. What I think was funny though, is I think I actually saw like oh, part of their, 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 uh, advertising programming had like somebody in like, like on a subway or something. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to do that. You're not. No. Cause first of all, someone, you will be, you will be beaten and robbed. You will be snatched. Um, my friend. That's quickly. like, that's, that's like walking around showing your diamond ring. Um, you, you don't, you don't do that. You don't flaunt that kind of stuff. This is definitely no. a home thing. I will say as much as I'm like, you know, I, I, I use my VR and which is funny because of our cinema SmackDown episode, I will, I will share this with you. Um, here's my quest two. And oh, I told you it's the ready player one skin. <laughs> I got to get that. That is so dope. So, yeah. And then I also have the, I have an external battery pack, but it's attached to the actual, right. Headset. I could I, not I, imagine it being um, like clipped to your waist or something, but you know, I, you know, own. I, I've also heard, like, I was actually, I just saw a video by like Casey Neistat, Neistat, right before this, and he was like, "Yeah, it's heavy, heavy as an anvil." When they were describing, when he was describing the the Apple headset as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a major, that's a major, major thing because if it's that heavy, it it well, may have why... a two and a half hour battery, but you know, how long are you going to tolerate that? And see, this is where I think Apple products get the bad name because here's the thing if it doesn't do well they will not make future generations but a lot of people are going to want to wait for the future generations before they do it i know i have a i have a a series i think it's a series seven or series eight watch um i had the series two and i'll tell you i hated it every day after series four because it stopped becoming as functional as the newer watches and you know if it's not adopted, like here, here, this, this tells you how bad it is. I adopt, I was an early adopter of the, the, um, the echo ring. Oh, dude. Do you remember that? Yes. I was one of the beta testers for the Amazon echo ring. It was a black ring that you wore on your finger that you had a button right here that you'd push the button mm-hmm. and you could hold it to your head like this and you can make phone calls on it. It would be, it was Bluetooth connected to your phone. Um, you could also ask Echo like different things. I had it. <laughs> Echo frames, baby. Echo and how frames. Often do you use them. I I don't know why they're right here. They could be <laughs> off in a quarter for all I know. For how often, and it might be my previous lens or it's my current lens. I don't know. Yeah, and then remember it. Google how they had their headset. Like, dude, don't make me go grab my Google Glass again. You have a, you have one? 
I have one. It look, it, look, go to my TikTok, scroll way down on the page. And there's a point where it not only did I have the Google, I had Google frames. So I had a Google glass. I had the Google frames. And even in the video, as I'm wearing it, I've said, this is how committed I was to this. This is how serious wow. I took this. Wow. Yeah, I was not going to let, I wasn't going to let it go. The only thing I always had to have was a second pair of glasses because when I was going into work, the moment I was crossing the threshold of the company, it was regular glasses on, you know, not, yeah. no potential for any concerns of any data leak from my head. That sounds weird. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, um, it's, I so did Google Glass as far as I'm concerned, man. Yeah. So one warning about the um, the the um, Apple Vision Pro it VR costs goggles. too much. That's one they warning. yes, they do cost too much. Mind you, if someone wanted to buy these for me, or if Apple wanted to send me a pair, I would never say no to that. Um, but I will say this: if you are ocular or you know visually impaired and you need to wear glasses or contacts, um, just understand this: you will need to wear contacts with this with these these goggles unless you buy third-party prescription glasses or lenses for the goggles because you cannot wear glasses with them I... um, as as opposed to like the the quest 2s where you could get an extension so that it would be farther off on your face and you could wear your glasses um the, these goggles don't have that ability do not expect them to be very accommodating size wise in fact there's only two two notch settings um, there's the close up, and then there, there's the farther behind where you can adjust the headband. It doesn't look like there's much adjustment unless you buy a third party band. So just buyer beware. If you're paying $3,400 for something, just understand you may be paying a whole lot more for additional accessories. You know so. what's funny is that I, I have in my Oculus 2, I do have the extension so I can wear my glasses, you know, in, in, in the unit. But, mm -hmm. but honest to goodness, I've never done it because it always feels like with the glasses I have, it presses in too tight right here for me. So I still just ride or die with no glasses. Well, on. I will tell you, I got the elite headband, the one that, that you can, you can use the turn, um, buyer beware on these as well. These break all the time. I've had, I've had this replaced twice already. Um, they just decide to crumble on their own, but I will say this, knowing that you have a, you have a quest too. Yes. Um, how are we not friends on Quest and how are we not I, doing something together? I what do you, what do you do on uh, what watch a movie together? We could go what? to we could go to big screen and watch a movie. We could go to rec room and play laser tag. We could play laser tag? We could like yes. pew, pew pew at each other. There's laser tag, there's paintball. Um there there's actually like a um there's a dungeon quest thing where you can pick up swords and arrows and you can go through and fight goblins and everything else. I well Dude, I need to introduce you to some some fun stuff that is free that you can play on the quest. Yeah, I I got I got mine for my birthday a few years ago, right? And I recently got I think it's a dock station where you can set everything in and it automatically charges it. I 3D printed my own. And it's just been it's just been sitting there literally. I never use it enough. And I think the reason why is because the last time I was playing um quiet rich uh the last time i was he just told it for an hour and 15 i'm like come on man i got him on the hook what are you doing um now i forgot what i was talking about oh the last time i tried to play the iron man vr game there was one point where suddenly the world just twisted on me and i was done 
So I haven't that gone game back. Cracks me up because every so often my arm will just come out like this. Like it's <laughs> if it if the goggles lose track of the of the controllers, they like go like really weird. Yeah, we'll definitely um, have to set something up. It just has to yeah. coincide with like when my daughter goes to dance class, so that way my family can't make fun of me running between the living room and family room trying to shoot you with paintball. Well, see, that's the funny thing. Like I <laughs> I I have run into things too much, and now that I have Lego sets behind me that could easily be broken and then take forever to put back together i.e the the daily bugle mm-hmm. um i'm more i'm less apt to walk around in the space so i will typically stay in my chair and i'll just spin around in circles um yeah so, that, that, that's yeah. probably that's a that's a smarter and safer way to play man and we should do we should we should definitely do something especially you know with the ability to stream what you're watching so oh yeah, yeah we man. definitely we have to do something yeah but with with that said, we are at a minute 60 or an hour 16. Um, and uh, I've got some PS5 to set up. Um, and you mean, so wait, with- hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me you, you had the gall to not get it set up before you started? So you still have to set it up. I was for, with, so listen, nobody can be taking I was with my family. I was with my family. We were supposed to leave the house at seven o'clock. At 7:15, my kid is in the garage playing hide and seek with his grand with with with, uh, with his uncle uh, mm-hmm. Papa. We call him Papa. He's like he's like Grandpa Uncle like everything. Um, and so they're out there playing, and of course you're gonna let them play a little bit. And yeah. so we we booked it home, and we got home like at like almost 7:40. So I'm setting up and getting everything running, and I've got it in a bag. Okay. Next uh, fair desk. enough. Fair enough. I, so, I, as the guy that was sending you messages while I was getting cardboard from my chiropractor's office, not his cardboard, it was just in my car over to the, the recycling center. So that way I would have a free and clear area to take the dogs to the groomers tomorrow. And I was messaging you the whole time. Now I know why I wasn't really getting a response. Cause you're like, man, I'm trying to get, no, home we're too. in the back road. I live, I live out in like, you know, Hickville. So we, we don't get, we don't get signal until we're at the house. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that was that was what's going on. So um, with that said, let me go ahead and just do my quick run through. Um, be sure uh, to check out Nerd Initiative. You can go to the contact uh, section on this QR code. Uh, it'll bring you to a point where you can put your information in. If you have questions, if you'd like to be uh, like participate with Nerd Initiative, you can leave information there. But most importantly, leave your contacts so we can put you in our newsletter. Um, on top of that, I want to just remind you on Tuesdays is, uh, is uh, Turn a Page, which is our bullpen putting together and talking about uh, a comic book or a series of comic books. Uh, They do a fantastic job running down and just giving you basically making you excited to, to really delve into a storyline. They've, they've done some amazing um, interviews. Um, If you're, if you're not following uh, the comic book team, the bullpen or turn a page, you're doing something wrong. Um, And it also is a podcast. So you can also listen to it on the go. Then remember on Wednesdays, new comic book day, you will not see a whole lot of movie or television comment uh, content on Wednesdays because it would get lost in the sea of all of the comic books that we review, whether it's DC image, uh, IDW, Marvel, um, distillery, anything like that. If you want to know what's, what's to watch, um, or I'm sorry, what's to read, you're going to want to go and check out nerd initiative on new comic book day, nerdinitiative.com. And I also want to say, also a huge shout out to comic concierge um, who does a um, an article at the beginning of the week of what comic books to look forward to is this top 10 
most anticipated comics. Um, and then also on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday night, telling it right down the middle, um, we've got Rich and Ken um, doing the Wrestling Night Live, going over um, what's happened, what's going to happen. And of course, right now it's on the road to WrestleMania. Um, so be sure to catch that out. Um, I'm also going to speak this into existence because it's kind of been joked about. Um, we are at some point going to be doing sports. Um, and so I'm just going to let that come out there because sports fans are nerds too. Huge nerds. Yeah. Um, sports ball. What's that? I said, yay <laughs> sports ball. Yeah. Yay. Yay team. Yay. Yay sports. Um, but then also to keep the lights on, um, just remember to check out the nerd initiative merchandise. There is some new stuff on there, um, for wrestling night live, um, from our wrestling team. Um, and we're going to have more stuff to come. Um, but be sure to check that out. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, Will, tell them where we can find you. Oh, yeah. It's real easy. Just go to thatwillwilkins.com, and it'll give you links to everywhere that I am. And that's Will Wilkins with two L's in the will. Because where there's two L's, there's a way. I don't know what that means. Yep. And I'm Tony, also known as Mr. Marvel. You can find me on my socials. But most importantly, if you're watching and you're still here or you're still listening, let me tell you, if you don't like, subscribe, and turn on notifications for this channel, or even our Twitter, our YouTube, well, I guess it's X now, um, Instagram, TikTok, um, you're missing out on some of the great content that Nerd Initiative does. Be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on that notification bell, um, because you're going to want to know what Nerd Initiative is doing next, because we're going to be doing some fun things. Oh, and one last thing, because I realized I did not mention this last time, um, coming next month in March, um, awesome con is going to be hitting in DC and we will be doing a panel of expounding the MCU what's to come, um, in the Marvel multiverse. Um, so be sure to go. It'll be on, um, on Friday at one 30 and I believe it's room two Oh seven B at, um, at awesome con, but you can definitely check it up. Um, uh, we should be on the ro roster for that. So lots of things to go. And of course, uh, some of the team will be there as well. Uh, Matt's going to be coming from Florida from Megacon and then heading up um, to, I didn't like the way I did that. Um, heading up to, I immediately thought of Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> uh, heading to Awesome Con. So there will be a number of us there to represent um, and be sure to check us out there. Um, Rich, did I miss anything? Are we good? Subscribe to the YouTube. And thumbs up. Okay, you are awesome. Yes, make sure you subscribe. Um, like and follow everywhere and anything. And um, you know, you can throw money at us if you like to. Um, I don't know how you would do that, but you know, check out our, check out our nerdinitiative.com for more information on what we're doing. Um, with that said, Will, thank you for joining me again. My pleasure. And Rich, thank you for producing. You're, you're amazing. Um, I will forgive you for putting up that Dune popcorn bucket. Um, and the Morbius thing, dude, you're taking liberties. I, I just realized that we gotta have to have a talk. <laughs> I'm kidding. Get it together, um, man. But with that said, thank you for joining Phantoms. We will catch you again in, in two weeks. Two weeks. Bye.